He decided he would go and find out. Ginger crept towards the hedge and pushed his nose through a gap. A split second later, he wished he hadn't. Snap! A set of sharp teeth brushed just past his nose. Glaring down at him was a brown and white dog with a big squashed nose. Get away! hissed Ginger, ducking back into his own garden and bolting across the grass. He didn't look where he was going and bumped straight into Mr. Bradman, the gardener, who was pruning roses near the house. <laughs> Don't be frightened, said Mr. Bradman, giving Ginger a stroke with one hand and rubbing his ankle with the other. It's only a dog. You weren't scared of Lottie when you lived with us. But Lottie didn't try and bite my nose off, <coughs> meowed Ginger crossly. Ginger had been born in Mr. Bradman's house on Liberty Street. Ginger's mum, Bracken, still lived there. It was Mr. Bradman who had found Ginger his new home with Amy and her mum. The dog's only visiting, said Mr. Bradman. I saw it arrive with its owners a few minutes ago. But if you're always going to be so nosy, you're bound to have a few scrapes now and then. <laughs> I can't help it, meowed Ginger. I just like to know what's going on. You always were the daredevil of the litter, laughed Mr. Bradman. Ginger rolled over onto his back and Mr. Bradman tickled his tummy. Being careful not to use his claws, Ginger grabbed Mr. Bradman's hand with his front paws. He didn't want to hurt him. You're becoming a fine young cat, said Mr. Bradman. Look at the size of those paws. You'll be as big as a lion, I should think, if you carry on growing at such a rate. And handsome, too. Such beautiful thick fur. No wonder you were one of the first in the litter to be chosen. Thank you, purred Ginger. Nine months old and almost as big as an adult cat already, said Mr. Bradman. A robin landed on the wheelbarrow a few metres away. As quick as a flash, Ginger sprang. But he was not quick enough, and the robin flew to the safety of a fence post. It twittered noisily at Ginger. But Ginger had lost interest already. He had just seen Amy and her mum coming through the garden gate. Ginger loved both of them, but he especially loved Amy. They had great fun playing together. Amy and her mum lived in the upstairs flat of Miss Summers' house. Miss Summers was a very kind old lady. She looked after Amy and Ginger when Amy's mum worked during the night. Amy's mum had to work all sorts of odd hours. Hello, Ginger, Amy said as he ran to meet her. She bent down and picked him up. Ginger wrapped his furry arms round her neck and almost got tangled up in her hair. Did you miss me? Amy asked. Yes, purred Ginger, but I've had a few adventures too. Ginger felt a bigger hand stroke his head. He turned and looked up. It was Amy's mum. She had the same twinkling blue eyes and long blonde hair as Amy, and she was the one who bought the cat food. Ginger gave her his cutest look. Mr. Bradman, said Amy, has Ginger been up to mischief again? <laughs> A bit, laughed Mr. Bradman, but it's hard to be angry with him. He's so full of fun. Ginger purred happily. <gasps> 
said Amy. There's Miss Summers. She pointed towards the house. The white-haired old lady was waving through the window. Amy waved back. She's so kind, said Amy's mum to Mr. Bradman, and an excellent landlady. And she looks after Ginger and me when mum's doing night shifts, Amy said. Doesn't she, Ginger? Ginger purred contentedly. And she won't take a penny for looking after them, Amy's mum added. I wish she would. I'm sure she could do with a bit more money. <laughs> That's why I charge her less than my usual fee when I come and do the garden, said Mr. Bradman. But you won't tell her that, will you? Of course we won't, said Amy's mum. Anyway, pruning a few rose bushes is hardly landscape gardening, is it? laughed Mr. Bradman. Amy's mum looked at her watch. Oh dear, we must.